0: Welcome to Is It Worth It, the self-worth podcast where we explore how different areas of our life affect our self-worth and how to build and maintain our sense of self-worth my name is roshni and i am a self-worth life coach i help my clients discover their worth so they can stop holding back and start taking control of their lives full force you can find my other free content under the name Betty grew up that's b-e-t-i grew up on instagram and youtube and you can sign up for my free newsletter at betigrewup.com hope you enjoy the episode welcome back to another episode i hope you guys are all doing well so in this episode i wanted to talk about rejection i feel like i have had a lot more experience with rejection in the last few months or at least in 2020 than I have pretty much most of my life Um, growing up I obviously just had one job when I was like 16 right around 17 until I left for college and then you know it was pretty easy to get campus jobs Um, even when I took a semester off I in college I went to um, one job interview that was the job I got I got promoted later so I had all these experiences of interviewing for jobs and pretty much getting them right away even with Um, right after I graduated college, I pretty immediately got a job working at the same college. Um, You know, I didn't have that much trouble finding jobs before. And that was, you know, always a story that I told myself. But in the last few months, I have faced a lot of rejection from other jobs. At the end of 2019, the company that I worked for shut down. So everyone was laid off. Looking for a job became a much more immediate thing. Um, And so, you know, I'd been interviewing, I'd been applying places, and, you know, I was talking to recruiters and doing everything that I could and the interviews have been coming and getting them is not the difficult part it's more just landing the jobs. and so with the coronavirus and everything like that happening There's obviously been a huge jump in unemployment. It's been difficult with companies either letting go of people or putting on a hiring freeze. This is a time when people are looking for jobs even more, so the competition's even higher. And, you know, there's a lot of rejection there, especially around getting jobs you can feel so hopeless. And I definitely had that feeling a number of times where I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to be homeless. Like, you know, thinking all these awful things. Like in January... And even parts of December, I was just feeling so down, so low, like I had no options. And, you know, the virus hadn't even happened yet. Like this was just kind of a more normal time in our world. And I still, you know, just felt completely worthless is essentially how I felt. And it made me really kind of butt heads with the idea that so much of what we see ourselves in is our Productivity, our work, what we do for a living. That has a big play in how we see ourselves and in our identity and how we describe ourselves to other people. You know, when you're meeting a new person, one of the first things that usually comes up is what you do for work. And um, it's just kind of how people see other people, it's how we define ourselves. And so when that's taken away, there's kind of a lot that happens there. And with, you know, self-esteem, like I've talked about before, self-esteem is built off of all these external things. And a big part of that can be your workplace and what you do and your career and your goals. All of that does shape your identity. And so when, you know, when we focus on self-esteem and say, you know, well, I'm a great person because I work at this company and I've been here for this number of years. And when it's taken away from you all that value that you've placed in the role that you used to perform that's that's when the shock hits you because you say wow i'm not valuable anymore and that's not the truth um But it is important for you to ask yourself, what can I learn from this? So whether you are sitting at home and applying to tons of jobs and not hearing back or you're hearing no's back, you know, ask yourself what you can learn. And maybe there is just some tweaks that you need to make on your resume. Maybe there's something that you needed to do with your cover letter that would make things better. So definitely address those things first, but then say, okay, well, you know, is this teaching me a lesson? Is there a better industry for me? Is there a better place that I can look for for a job or a different kind of direction that I can go in? Is there a skill that I need to learn that I haven't fully, you know, invested time into learning? Is there, you know, so- anything? Is there anything else that I can learn from this specific to the job or the industry? Say that you have done it all, or even if you have made those tweaks and you're not hearing back. That's when you can really start to ask yourself, like, what What am I doing and what is my mindset saying? Because you can get, you know, rejected 50 times, but you only need one yes. You only need one job, you know? And so at least to get the ball rolling, even if you always have a side job, there's, you only really need one yes to get the ball rolling. And so that's what you should focus on. So by, you know, thinking about that, think about your mindset and think about what are you telling yourself about your worth, about your meaning, about who you are because of those rejections? Because if your mind automatically goes to, you know, I'm I'm a waste of a person, I should have done this, I should have done that, and like going a- around all these past regrets and you know, that I used to do that to myself a lot. I used to say, oh, if I had just stayed at this one job or if I sh- had just put my foot down and and developed stronger boundaries or if I had talked to a boss or someone about about what i really thought maybe i would have been able to fix it and i wouldn't have left and you know the those kinds of things really do come up for a lot of us and and you know all all you can do at the end of the day is worry about what you can do now and what you can do in the future and so if you did regret you know not taking a certain class or not taking not learning a certain program or whatever it is then that's still something that you can change now um but if it is just about you know i should have done this and i should have done that and my life would be different if like if it's not really something that you can control then why is your mind going there There, there's something that you're trying to protect yourself from if when you're saying i should have done this or i regret this and you know if you follow that deeper maybe you're really saying i wouldn't be embarrassed if i'd stayed at that job because now i'm at this job and i lost it or you know i i feel ashamed of myself that i didn't recognize a good opportunity when i saw it okay but even if that's what happened then what does that mean about you right like at the core we're we're saying something We're we're either saying i would have been appreciated if i stayed somewhere i would have been valued if i stayed somewhere i would you know have more meaning i would be happier you don't really know those things for a fact though but if that's what you wanted say you wanted to stay somewhere because you feel like if you had stayed there longer you would be more valued or you'd be more appreciated than where you are now okay so what you really want is to be valued and appreciated right so like when you really follow your mindset down All these negative thoughts are trying to protect you from something. Even if it's regret, even if that in itself is painful, it's still trying to protect you from a deeper pain. And that's what's so important because when you start uncovering those layers and peeling back what is that deeper pain, you in most cases will find out that it has to do with not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, and not feeling loved, being Unloved and being worthless. Those are our biggest fears as humans. And those were really the two things that made me realize what my healing, what the point of my healing was. When I had been down my personal growth journey of a year, two years, that's when I really got to the root of that thought. And I think I, w- I was on like an airplane by myself flying back from London. And that's when I had these deeper thoughts. And that's when I realized, oh my God, that's what it is. I feel unloved. And like, I did kind of just like, you know get really upset and felt really sad but that was so important for me to learn and after that point is when i really started getting serious about affirmations on love and saying that i deserve love saying that i you know am capable of giving it to others and all these different things like that's where that all came from because i realized that at the core of all of my fears and at the core of all of my regrets and everything else that i'd done was you know feeling like i i just wanted love. With this pandemic coming up and, you know, with the hiring freezes and everything else, you know, pay attention to what you want to make meaning out of. The first no that I got when I was applying for jobs i kind of changed industries a little bit and went back to applying for non-profit work because i've worked in a nonprofit. and um you know i thought i was perfect for this job i had all the experience i had all the requirements and i applied to it and i didn't even get like a second interview i got past like the first round and that was it um after submitting my application and my cover letter and i put so much work into everything and i didn't get it and i just felt so like crushed and i was like oh my god like I was perfect for this. Why didn't they pick me? And I didn't expect it. And I was literally getting ready for like a filming day. I was going to film four videos in one day and I was going to be productive and I was looking forward to everything. And then I just felt like, oh my God, I am worthless i'm not good enough for this job i'm not good enough for this this and that and like i really just started running off on this whole trail of thoughts and it hit me really hard but as the months kept going on and as i kept getting rejected over and over or not hearing back i don't think any of those thoughts anymore and i realized that i i had control over what i could make meaning out of and yes it's definitely valid to be worried about you know your finances Like you can, you can be worried about your finances and think, you know, I I deserve to be here. Like this is what I get. This is what I, you know, get for not making these past decisions. Like this is, um, this was meant to be, so that I would like have a harder life. Like people like me don't have it easy. Like you could use that situation to tell yourself all those thoughts, but you could be in the same situation and yes, still be concerned and yes, understand the reality of it, but not go through all of that mental drama. Right? Like think about what can I actually do now is there any option for me now? Is there anything that's in my control now? But just letting these things that happen to you that are negative, letting that fuel the cycle of just all these bad things constantly happening, of you being like an unlucky person or someone that just has it more difficult than everyone else. Like, is that story serving you? And that's what I want you to really question. Because you can make meaning out of anything and so it's really important for you to um, just be aware of that and just pay attention to it because as much as I used to think that that wasn't in my control, I've learned now that it really is and it's worth it to change that because if not, then you're just taking these stories that don't serve you and just and pushing it forward more and more and more and that will become your reality because you're, you know, you're looking for that story to be right our brains want to be right our egos make us want to be right and so we'll do whatever we can to prove ourselves right and that's why you really need to you know take a step back and ask yourself what stories you're telling yourself what mindset you're Pushing forward by not correcting yourself or not stopping yourself and just using that to make all this meaning out of it. And one last thing that I did want to say just about jobs and rejection itself is that, you know, when talking about the idea of like, what can I learn from this? What I realized was what I really want deep down is I want my coaching to be able to support me full time. I want my content to be able to support me full time. And while I, you know, wasn't getting a full time job, I was like, well, I know that this is what I want, so why don't I just use this time that I have to put everything I possibly have into this? And that included taking an additional business course, that included, you know, starting my podcast, which I didn't even have a few months ago. That included being more consistent with my Instagram and doing website updates and finding ways to make payment possible through my website all these different things were things that i decided i don't want to just wallow and be upset about what jobs i don't have i do know at the end of the day what i truly truly want so maybe i can look at this time as a gift and use it to my full advantage and that served me so much more than saying that this was just what i get for not making smarter decisions and this is what i deserve and my life is supposed to be a struggle that got me nowhere and that didn't have any action at the end of it and usually with our guilty thoughts and with our you know with beating ourselves up we don't really get action from that we just use we just try to guilt ourselves and guilt is not a good motivator so that's what's important to realize it's like okay I'm in the situation, regardless of if I think that I deserve it or I don't, and I just think it's something that happened. So, from that, what can I do? And that action is going to benefit you so much more than just a negative story that you tell about your that you tell yourself about yourself, so that you can be right. Like being right is okay, but what about if you rose to the occasion and challenged yourself? Is that not going to take you so much further? And can you do that from a positive mindset and a positive perspective? So that is kind of what I wanted to say about getting rejected um, regarding jobs and things like that. But I also wanted to talk about another area where people face a lot of rejection and that is actually dating. So dating is one of those spaces where we really get vulnerable and obviously a lot of things also kind of come into play because in our normal lives, you know, with work and with our friends and with our families, like these people already know us, you know? So just like a job interview where you're going in and meeting all these people for the first time and they kind of have that reason or that leverage to judge you, that's how it feels like with dating. Whether it's a blind date or someone new that we're meeting, whatever the situation might be it's kind of like starting all over, right? You have to like confront all these things about yourself and how you look and all the things that people in your life are already used to, you kind of have to start from square one with a new person. And so, you know, that's when it brings up a lot of fears about how you look and about these more superficial things and how you act and what's awkward to do on a first date or not and what you know is like the right dating protocol and what the rules are now and you know things evolve all the time but we always get caught up in kind of this minutia and it is scary like because you're putting yourself out there so it's not wrong to feel nervous obviously or to feel scared or to feel vulnerable because that's what the situation is but there are ways that you can handle it positively so with dating you know it really is possible to look at everything from a growth mindset and from a growth perspective so the <laughs> When you are going on terrible dates and you're feeling low about yourself and you just feel like there's no hope for you, it's still giving you information about, you know, what you're looking for, what you need, what you maybe overlooked before but now has become really important to you or maybe even what you want out of life. And when you get clear on those things, it really will draw you closer to that person that you really want and it'll help you get more clear on who isn't going to fulfill that for you or who isn't right for you. So, You're learning all along the way, and even if you're even if you go on a million bad dates, at least at that point, you're not going to be as nervous about dating before. You know, you've done it, you kind of know the protocol with going to a restaurant or going to a new place, you know the things to order, you have like a good few outfits that you can wear, and you know, little things like that can still add to the chaos and the nervousness around dating. And so even dating in itself can be a practice. Even talking to new people can be a practice that you're learning things from. So when you really look at it from that kind of growth oriented perspective, you're not looking at anything as a failure. You're not saying that a bad date means that you're never going to be in a relationship or you're never going to find someone. It's just giving you additional information about what you do want and what you don't want. And all of that is what's going to help you find and bring cl- bring yourself closer to the person that's ultimately the one of your dreams. There's also so much information that you can learn about yourself when you approach things from a growth mindset. So, you know, say that you got ready for a date and you were super excited and you got your outfit together and you were nervous, but you showed up and your date just stands you up. You didn't get a text or a call. They weren't late. They just didn't come. So in that situation, where does your mind go? What are your next default thoughts? Do you start thinking, I'm not good enough? I'm not pretty enough. Like my picture didn't convince them or I'm not a good conversationalist. Or do you start thinking about them and saying they were just a terrible person? All men are trash. All women are trash. All, you know, dating just sucks. It's not a good way to meet people. Dating apps are bad. Like, what does your mind go to and what are you speaking negatively about? Because that's going to give you so much information about, you know, where you need to improve and what you could do better and just because someone stands you up like yeah that sucks that's never going to feel good that's never necessarily going to be a positive thing but if it tells you information about yourself and your mindset then at least you have something that you can do with a situation like that and so that's kind of how i want you to start thinking about dating and for me something else that i've noticed is that we all say that we want to be happy, right? We all say that we want the best things out of life. We all want to be wealthy and have great relationships and great families and travel and do all the things. And of course, that's not bad. But sometimes when we actually get close to approaching that happiness, that's when we really start to get scared. And for me, you know, I'd always wanted just a relationship where I felt like I could be myself and felt like I couldn't be judged. And in my relationship now, it's about to be five years. So it's been kind of a while and it's been great, but I didn't realize this until just this year, but I really had been blocking part of myself off to love. I didn't really feel like I was lovable and I felt like there was kind of this fear of rejection or this fear of abandonment that I had around all these topics. And so I wasn't necessarily just picking fights or not opening up like I would be able to talk about things that were wrong and we were open with each other and are, but it's still it was, there was still kind of a block that I had. And a lot of it was just in my mind, right? So as soon as things were really happy, I would start thinking of the downside, or I would think that, you know, I didn't want to settle down, or I wasn't really sure what I wanted. And it was almost like I used confusion as a way to distract myself and to push good things away. And so, you know, obviously, we were able to stay together and stay committed. And nothing really wrong has happened. But when I had this breakthrough of, wow, I'm really not putting a 100% of myself into it, a lot of that calmed down my mind so much. And I started feeling a peace of mind because I finally am starting to learn how to let myself be happy. And for a lot of us who didn't grow up feeling like we were happy all the time or didn't grow up feeling like you know we had control over our lives it can be really hard to actually take on that sense of control and happiness and to feel all of those things because we haven't done it before you know we don't have practice with that and so that's one of the big reasons that we push good things away is that we are actually afraid of success just as much as we're afraid of failure And so having a growth mindset throughout this process is really, really important because there's so much work and so many things that we're up against. And if we're doing things that are new, or if you've never looked at dating as, you know, a way to find a serious relationship or a way to find the one or whatever it is that you have your sights set on, it's going to take a lot of unlearning and a lot of practice in building yourself up to make that possible. And one of the good things about dating is, you know, when you're going out and you're not serious with anyone, so you're trying to meet a lot of different people, you really can look at it as an opportunity to start fresh. And so, you know, if you did have that experience where you got stood up and it felt really terrible it's important to not project those same insecurities and fears onto the next person. And that's why it's so important to pay attention to your mindset and where your brain goes because if you start thinking, dating just sucks in general, everyone that's single right now sucks, like if you're constantly having all of these thoughts, then that's kind of what's going to keep coming back to you. And you have that opportunity to start fresh with an entirely new person, but if you're not addressing your mindset in between dates or if you haven't worked on it at all, then that's the baggage and the negativity that you're carrying into a new relationship. And think about even with your best friend, you know, if your best friend has something negative in her life and she is, you know, just struggling and always talking to you about it but not doing anything about it, it's hard to really keep encouraging them you know it's hard to just constantly be there for them and say the same things over and over and know that they're not going to listen and know that they're not actually going to take action on it so that's the same situation with you going on a date what is the other person perceiving are they just perceiving that you have all this fear and negativity and that you're kind of grumpy and that you're kind of holding everything back and you're not really being yourself because that's not A way to attract anyone that's not even showing anyone who you really are you know so you want to do yourself a favor and put your best foot forward by starting to think about mindset and thinking about how you feel about yourself and how you feel about other people and how you feel about dating and how you feel about just the idea of meeting new people because there's a lot of factors involved here and that's why it gets so frustrating and complicated and overwhelming but that's also a lot of material that you can work with to start to improve yourself and to start to figure out where your mind kind of is. So again, there's always a silver lining. There's always a bright side. Just draw that closer and focus on that. So when it comes to letting go, whether it's of a job or of a relationship, it can be really hard and it can make us really sad. And a lot of that is because we're not only mourning you know, what we were doing in the present time and mourning a person or mourning an opportunity but we're also mourning the future and I touched on this in my grief episode but when you lose a relationship you're also losing the future of what it could be the family you could have had or the wedding that you would have had or the proposal and when you lose a job You are also mourning all of the growth that you thought you had within that company, all of the promotions that you could have had, or all of the cool projects that you could have worked on. And so it makes sense that, you know, it hits us so hard because not only was it, you know, a major way that we spent our time in both situations in a job you're you know usually working full time or even more in a relationship that's kind of your main person and a person that you spend a lot of time with and a lot of time talking to and so not only is it a major shock to your daily routine but you're also losing all these things that you're looking forward to and that really hurts and it's really difficult but what I want you to remember is that rejection is the universe's protection and I can honestly say that when I lost my last job, I was mortified. I was like, this is so dumb. Like, I was better than this and now I lost this job and now you know 6 months later i'm like this is the best thing that ever happened to me because i was able to get so much more focused on my goals i was able to have the time to you know focus on what i really want to do and and elevate my passion and so when you lose a relationship you know there is that moment where it's really, really difficult, and when you know you're, you're not sure what your next step is and what you're gonna do, and it's okay to allow yourself to feel all of those things. You shouldn't just fast forward to being a hundred percent ready to go. Like I'm fine and nothing. It's like nothing ever happened. Like that shouldn't be your default thought. It's okay to go through like all the processes of griefing and grieving and feeling bad but you can always use the opportunity to make it more positive and I promise you there are better things coming down the line and just an example of that from my life is that I interviewed for this position and they reached back out to me and said that they really liked me but the position was being closed down and they weren't hiring anyone for it at the moment so I at first was devastated but what I realized was that if I had gotten that job, I would have been spending three hours of my day commuting. I would have had to, you know, work all day in a different city. And while there were so many things about the position itself that I thought were perfect, I wouldn't have been able to do any of the things that I'm doing now continually with that kind of time that I would have needed to devote to a position like that. And so in these weird ways, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we can always look back And see why something didn't work out for us. And so... It's harder to do in the moment, but that's why I want you to pay attention to, you know, the meaning that you're making out of things and why it's so important to take things personally because it's easy to not take things personally when everything doesn't mean something about you and who you are and what you're capable of. So if you can dissociate that a little bit and, you know, still be invested and still put your all into the positions that you're applying for or even in a dating situation, fully putting yourself out there, But when you have that intrinsic self-worth, it's easier not to take things personally because you know that it doesn't mean anything about you. And that's why investigating your thoughts is such a good place to start because it'll give you clues as to how you feel about yourself. And those clues will, will be the tools that you need to develop affirmations or to develop journaling practices or whatever you need to do in your healing in order to break through that limiting belief and actually be able to... Be in a place where you're so comfortable within yourself that you don't take things personally when you get rejected from a position or when someone turns you down or a relationship doesn't go any further because you know that at the end of the day, even with all of that happening, that you're still worthy and that you're still enough. So if you liked what you heard in this podcast today and you want to work with me through one-on-one coaching, visit my website at www.baitygrewup.com slash services. There you'll be able to find all of my current services and openings and be able to book a session with me. So I really thank you all so, so much for listening and for reviewing the podcast. As always, I love you and happy healing.